Hello, my babes, and welcome to High Vibration Conversation with me, your host, Jamie Waters, an empowered and successful young woman aiming to instill this exact confidence in the women of the world. Here we will talk health, sex, happiness, confidence, and the power of giving less fucks and living a life that you are actually happy with. From me, you will learn how to be raw and real, as I don't really seem to have a filter and these episodes are definitely unrehearsed. Let's dive into our best lives together, babes. Are you ready for me? Because I am so ready for you. Hey angels, how are we? Um, Wow, so today's podcast has gained so much traction on my Instagram. I gave you guys a little bit of a sneak peek as to what I was going to be talking about and asked you guys to give me a bit of an input and I cannot believe how many of you messaged me and how many of you said look I've got a story to tell can you help me um, now the subject of today's podcast is how to fall out of love with someone who wasn't really in love with you in the first place um, now this one-sided love is something that I feel like everyone has felt at some point in their life I've felt it I've been through it it's fucking hard and terrible and I just you know I don't wish it upon anyone but one of my best friends has also been through it quite recently and I was there for her throughout the whole time and it was just it was so heartbreaking to watch Um, and it just seems to be something that everyone goes through but nobody really knows how to deal with it like it's something that you really need to feel your way through yourself because nobody's experience is the exact same But the aim of this podcast is to at least shine a light or to give you some tips on how to get through it um, with the least amount of scars and the least amount of emotional damage because, oh God, shit like this can take ages to heal from, Um, speaking from experience here. And I just, I just really want to help. Now I'm going to, like in this podcast, I'm going to be using some quotes that some people said to me. So I got sent voice messages and text messages in regards to this. Now I'm going to be using some quotes from some people. I'm going to be using some things that they said and encountering those things and just really helping like break down the reasoning as to why someone would keep going back to a person when you really don't feel loved by them and why, you know, why do you have that head fuck? Why is it like shit? Like I know this person isn't good for me. Why the fuck do I keep going back? Um, and it's, it's that constant fight and that battle that we have with ourselves that can be so emotionally draining as well. Now, as I said, I've been through this and it's honestly one of the worst things I've been through and it did take me quite a while to get through it um but we get there we do I can say that I'm well past it now like I'm well on the other side of the tunnel I've moved past that person and I'm actually with someone who I've never been happier with so yeah there is there is hope there's a lot of hope um I'm not really going to focus too much on myself today I think I'm going to focus on your stories so First of all, I'm going to bring up the story of one of my good friends. Um, She had been seeing someone for, uh, and I'm going to get some facts wrong here, so don't kill me to this friend. Um, But I'm just going to say what I kind of picked up from everything that I know about it from the past couple of years. So she's been seeing this person for years, (laughs) Um, on and off. They were never official, they were never labelled boyfriend, girlfriend, Um, which is one of the first major red flags like come on if you are if you are seeing someone constantly and such a big part of their life and there's there's 
it's a flimsy label. If they don't want to be seen as being with you, then you've got to take a step back and have a real look at that and think, I deserve to be with someone who really wants me and who really um, appreciates having me around. Why, why isn't this person doing that? Have that conversation with them. Um, and yeah, so from her being with him, all I, every week, once or twice a week, I'd get a phone call from her absolutely bawling her eyes out because of, you know, a fight that they'd had or a disagreement they've had or the fact that he's seeing another girl or, and it just, it broke my heart. And like, I was lucky enough to have gone through my own heartbreak before she had gone through this. So I could kind of help reason from a point of understanding. Cause I do know for a fact that if I was a friend that had never gone through anything like that, and I just saw her being for lack of better words a stupid bitch by keep by going back to him every time he wronged her I would have been like why are you being so stupid like why can't you see and that's that's a really hard thing so I guess my first tip is if you're going through something like this if you are really struggling to move past someone and you've got a friend that's not being of any help and really kind of putting you down for going back to that person just have a good chat with them and say look I know that this is bad for me and I know that this is wrong the fact that I keep going back to them but the fact that you put me down every time I do it it doesn't help um and and maybe you might discover that hey okay this person just isn't the one that you can speak to about relationship issues I'm not saying cut off the friendship but I'm saying find someone else to help you through these times Um, because you don't want to lose a friendship over it, but you also don't want to expect help from someone who isn't capable of giving it to you. Um, yeah, so yeah, she was extremely invested in this person and kind of what she, her main thing was when I kept saying to her, why do you keep going back? Why, why do you do this to yourself? Her main reasoning was that she thought that if she kept giving him love, kept showing him how much she cared, kept you know, doing things with him and, and, and making him happy that he would realize that she was the one for him. And I just really had to make her see that, and this is this is a strong point as well, if they want to be with you, they will be. That Like, I can't put it any more blunt than that. If they want to show that they care, they will show that they care. If they want to be with you, they will be with you. There'll be there'll be no ifs, no buts. There'll be no reasons to say, oh, you know, maybe we should, what, like, no if they want to be with you they will be with you and I can't make it any more blunt than that um and one of my one of the things I kept saying to her as well was the longer that you waste chasing and I okay I take back the word waste the more time that you spend chasing after this person and investing in this person that doesn't want you that is energy that you are taking away from investing into the possibility of finding someone that does So say you spend three years chasing after this person and investing time and and creating a fairy tale in your head that may not happen. Those are three years that you could have adventured by yourself, found someone else or, you know, been been discovering yourself and and learning the power of self-love to have a relationship with yourself Um, and and it's just, it's gone. That that energy and that, that time it's 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 gone into this person that hasn't really added value to your life they've added heartbreak you know and emotional issues but they haven't added anything of value they've taught you lessons sure because like one of the things I love to say is you know there's no mistakes there's only lessons learned 
Um, so they, they've taught you lessons. They've taught you how you don't want to be treated, definitely. But fuck, <laughs> you could have learned that lesson so many other ways in, in such a quicker amount of time, you know. Um, another thing is like when <sighs> I find that from the girls that I've spoken to, when they go through a relationship like this or, or they date someone like this, they are often scarred by this and they chase after people that seem to treat them in the same way. So with this, I like to use the analogy of, um, you know, you know, when you get a car, say, say you get a car, it's a, I don't know, fucking a Mazda. All of a sudden you literally see Mazdas everywhere or like, um, you you talk about something with a friend and all of a sudden those things keep popping up everywhere it's it's that whole you know idea of the fact that when when you have a relationship with someone that treats you like shit and you associate the feeling of love with that you may associate further feelings of love with that and what you don't want to do is to continually go into relationships and, and seek out people that treat you like shit and associate that with love because then that's just an endless cycle of a sh- fucking shitstorm and I'm not even going to get into that. Um, yeah, so now what I want to talk about, I, I don't really want to focus on her too much. I want to focus on the things that you guys have said to me. Um, so I'm going to read out a quick list of common things that girls and guys have messaged me saying that these are the reasons why I kept going back to this person so if any of these things trigger you or if any of these things that I say make you think oh fuck you know this is one of the reasons why I keep going back to this person then definitely listen to the reasons as to why um, I try to counter these these issues because these are all things that I've been through too like there's there's no reason to be ashamed if you're going through this so one of the things that is very common that you guys have said to me is that he or she makes me happy. Okay, so first of all, I could, from a surface level, I can totally understand that. Yeah, you have good times. You know, we can have good times with everyone, you know, and, and these times make you happy. But the fact that you're messaging me or the fact that you're listening to this podcast or the fact that you are resonating with this podcast means that your significant other or this person in your life has some major fucking reasons as to why they're making you unhappy and that's what you need to realize for every moment that they make you happy there's probably three or four moments that they make you unhappy and I know it's I'm a big preacher of look at the positives in life but when we're trying to remove someone from your life when we're trying to remove a shitty love partner from your life you do need to recognize the bad things in order to make your life more positive by letting go of this person so okay, I understand that this person makes you happy because honestly, you'd be an absolute idiot to even talk to this person if they've never made you happy at least once. But realize why they make you unhappy and realize why there are more reasons as to why they make you unhappy than happy, if that makes sense. Okay, Um, the next thing is he he or she was everything I pictured in an ideal partner. Okay, so when I dug into this statement a little bit more by asking this person you know well what made them this ideal partner that was before they realized the shit this was before they realized this person didn't really care about them this was all surface level things so I'm talking looks I'm talking about sexual connection I'm talking about aspirations and goals in life like these things yeah 100% this can make you fall for a person like the guy that I was dating and then 
you know, came to the realization that, hey, this person isn't right for me because they're, you know, really ruining me emotionally. Um, fuck, he was great looking, you know, he had, yeah, he had goals. We had the same interests. We loved doing the same things. There was a great intimate connection. Um, yeah, so those things, that's why I stuck around for so long. I was like, yes, like, you know, I've seen these things. Maybe we can work through this shit. Maybe he will change. 90% of the time they don't change. And it's hard to realize, but yeah, <laughs> that's how it is. So when you say that they were everything that you pictured in an ideal partner, did you picture the crying, the emotional trauma, the shit that you're going through, you know, the calling your friends up at 3am just to cry to them because, you know, they've made you upset again. I guess it comes back to the reasons as to why I said, you know, when they make you happy, think of why they made you unhappy. When you think that they're everything you picture in an ideal partner, think of all the things that you wish they didn't have in order to be your ideal partner. All right, um, the next thing is a major, major, major thing. So what a lot of you kept saying as to the reasons you kept going back to them was because you spoke to them every day, because you kept contact, because you thought, okay, let's break things off, let's have a break, you know, we're better off as friends. It, as much as, like, as good as that sounds, as, you know, as mature as it sounds to be able to end things with someone and say, you know what, I think it, we're better off as friends, it never fucking works. I'm sorry, <laughs> it never works. If you keep in contact with someone that you've had an intimate connection with, you're just going to keep falling back into it. And this is what happened with my friend and this is what happened with me as well and this is what happened with all of you. You say, let's just stay friends. You know, your family is such a big part of my life. My family is such a big part of yours. Let's just stay friends. It doesn't work. And like, I know it sounds bitchy and I know it sounds harsh to cut contact, but that's sometimes what you need. It doesn't have to be forever. You don't have to stop talking to them for the rest of your life. You know, you don't have to block them indefinitely but just for that healing time for that process of moving through the emotions get rid of them you know and you, you're allowed to make them aware of this it doesn't have to be like okay I'm going to block them on everything and and not tell them sorry I've got an itchy shoulder I don't know if you could hear me scratching just then that would be weird um fuck where was I yeah you you don't have to just cold turkey and just like you know not message them not call them delete their number you can say look in order to heal, this is what I need to do. I want you to be able to heal just as much as I need to heal. So I'm letting you know, you know, I can't talk to you for a while. I um, that This is just how it's going to be. And that's a really mature way to do it. Um, in fact, this was done to me. So as I, the, the partner that I'm talking about where I had the immense heartbreak wasn't actually even someone that I was properly dating. There was never a label on it. However, my partner before that, which was a serious relationship, he was, we, we did put a label on it. I love how I'm classing things here, label and non-label. Um, we had had a label on it for three years. When we ended things, he was mature enough to say to me, look, I need to, I need to remove you off my social media and my contacts and everything like that because in order for me to move on, I can't be seeing the things that you're doing because I'm just going to keep falling back for you. And I was so respectful of that. I was... I was the one who ended things, but I was so respectful of the fact that he said that because I 
as much as I didn't want to be with him intimately and in a relationship anymore, I respected the fact that he wanted to heal because you still have care for a person. Throughout this whole podcast, yes, I'm saying, you know, realize what they did wrong, realize why they're bad for you. I'm not saying that you can't care for them because as humans, we care. That's just, that's innate. That's in our nature. All right. um, Next thing. The sex was so good. That is what a lot of you have said to me. The sex was so good. All right. Um, yeah, this, this is a major thing as well. So when we have a, a, like an emotional connection with someone, when we, when we can have great conversations and great adventures and really, you know, talk with someone and feel emotional about someone and, you know, develop feelings, a whole new level to that is intimacy. So I don't know if any of you have noticed, but sometimes you can have sex with someone and it can be like, meh, yeah, that was sex. That was, that was cool. It happened. You know how sex works. Or you can have sex with someone and you can be like, holy shit, that was magnetic. That was like a whole new level. And without going too far into it, sex is obviously an energetic exchange. Um, You can have a one night stand and then wake up the next morning and feel like absolute shit. Because you have given that person some of your energy. They have given you some of their energy. If, If you guys aren't on an emotional wavelength, if you guys aren't on the same vibrational path, yeah, that's going to take away from you. And I learned that as well. Like, um, yeah, no, I don't really want to go too much into it because it'll take away from this podcast. But if you, if you have sex with someone and you're not, you're not kind of in the same, in the same wavelength, you're going to feel like shit. However, if you have a connection with someone and you have the same, you know, vibrational waves as someone and you have sex with them, it can add to you. It can increase your energy. You can feel euphoric the next day. And that is what a lot of people get addicted to. Because yeah, we can have mediocre sexual partners. We can have shit sexual partners. And we can have incredible sexual partners. And when you do have an incredible sexual partner, that is just one extra bloody obstacle that you have to climb in order to move past them. Because you do get addicted to that. You know, we get addicted to someone's company, to someone's jokes, to the way someone makes us feel. But when we've got that sexual connection, holy shit, it makes it that much harder to move past them. So I understand this point very deeply. But um, you need to realize that if you've if you've had it before you can find it again and obviously again the reason why these people have sent these messages to me is because they've they're not having a happy relationship with this person yet you're saying the sex is so good imagine how incredible the sexual connection will be with someone when they treat you right emotionally as well because you've just got that extra level there so i'm not denying the fact that the sex is probably great I'm happy for you, (laughs) but think about how great it's going to be when you meet someone or when you're with someone that you feel incredible with on all levels. Okay, um, next thing, it was too painful to move on and I feel like I love him more than he loves me. Okay, so very simple and very blunt for this one, babe, if it's too painful to move on, the pain that you're experiencing by being in this is immense like why would you put yourself through the pain of being with it if it's too painful you know if it's too painful to move on the really reason that you're wanting to move on is because it's too painful to be in there in the in the first place so you're just in this bloody bubble of pain like I don't want to be in a bubble of pain fuck that um and again growth and change is uncomfortable and in order for you to move on you need to go through growth and you need to change and you need to up level and that's going to be uncomfortable and I 
bet you that the outcome of changing and moving on and the pain you receive from that will not be as bad as the pain you receive from being stagnant and staying with a person that doesn't serve you. Um, oh, okay. So when I was speaking before and said that my friend, oh God, I hope I haven't said her name throughout this. Oh, well, if I have, she doesn't really care too much anyways. Um, my friend kept saying that she assumed that if she constantly showed him how much she cared he would realize that she was the one I already spoke about this but again yeah it's such a major theme a few people have said that to me and blunt answer again if they cared if they wanted to be with you they would be with you um and you need to stop making these excuses because it's not helping and it's not helping your growth and the ability for you to move on um another thing that has come up a lot was I've spent more days crying than happy yeah this is a major one um and it's it's a no-brainer as well like if you're not happy with someone you spend more days unhappy than happy and that's that's a that's a major point don't don't be with someone if they make you more unhappy than they do make you happy um next major point I thought I was strong enough to keep him as a friend yeah so this brings us back to um where does that bring us back to which point So if you think, yeah, the fact that you kept speaking every day, that's the point that it brings us back to. So the ones where you say, yeah, we just, we just need to be friends and, um, you know, it'll be better for us if we remove the intimate connection and stay friends. But no, I, I know that some of you are so bloody strong, but nobody is strong enough to just keep them as a friend. It's too hard. It brings back so, so much emotion. Maybe in time, yes, become friends, um, I've got some exes that I'm really great friends with. It did take time, but we're there now. Um, It's after having a breakup or after, you know, removing yourself from someone's life. It's too hard. It's too hard to be friends straight away. Um, And I'm not saying you can't do it, but it just makes the process that much harder. Um, Okay, another major point is I tried distracting myself by filling the void with other people. I'm going to read that one one more time. I tried distracting myself by filling the void that he left or she left with other people. Um, Yeah. I think that most people listening to this can definitely relate to that. I know I can relate to that. It's a tough one. It is because if we've been conditioned to be around someone and to invest in someone and to put all of our emotions into someone... And all of a sudden that person is ripped away from us or we try to remove ourselves from that person. The first thing that we do is we try to fill that void and we try to, you know, make ourselves feel better by finding someone else to make us feel better. And that's our first mistake. The fact that we think that other people are the ones to make us feel better when in fact we are the ones to make us feel better. This goes back to my other podcast being the only relationship you need to be in is the one with yourself. Love yourself. Learn to date yourself. Romanticize being with yourself. And I can't speak on this point any stronger. You're never going to be able to love someone fully and wholly and be in a trusting and healthy relationship if you expect them to fill the voids that you cannot fill yourself. Now, I'm going to talk here about a bit of a success story with one of my 
with one of my old clients. She's an incredible girl and she messaged me um, to, to have a point on this podcast. Now, this is a success story. So when I was coaching her and talking with her, she was going through emotional issues, uh, emotional breakup issues with this guy who they were on and off and on and off and on and off. And honestly, I was not in support of her getting back with him. I kept saying to her, babe, honestly, you've broken up like fucking 600 times. Just stop going back there. It is not healthy for you. But I could also see how much she loved him. And I said to her, if you want any chance at making this work, you need to remove yourself and have a relationship with yourself first. Now, she messaged me um, about this podcast and she said that even though we've broken up so many times, from my experience and from working with you, we've grown and we've learnt to love ourselves and in turn love each other. So she removed herself. She formed a relationship with herself. She began to love herself and fill her own voids. And she also said to him, you need to love yourself you need to you need to make it work with yourself um I can't be the one to fix you you need to work on fixing yourself um and she said now that they have worked on themselves they are actually the happiest they have ever been so that is a bit of a success story so in response to the saying I tried distracting myself by filling the void with other people Please don't do this. If, if you can take one thing away from this podcast, don't use other people to help you. You can help yourself. It's hard, but you can. And this, and this links back to the whole um, the, sexual, the sexual intimacy and sexual partners. If you try to fill the, the sexual void with other people, you will just end up draining yourself because if this other person that you're being intimate with isn't on the same wavelength as you, they're just going to drain your energy and you're going to feel like shit. You're going to have a, a sexual hangover. It's just, it's just going to feel terrible. Wait until you have a high vibrational self and then become intimate with someone who also has a high vibrational self. Um, okay, S- something that I spoke to one of um, the girls that messaged me about that really stuck with me and something that I really want to bring up is the fact that she said I'd let go and mourned him as a partner but I had not yet let go and mourned him as a best friend. Now this is this is fucking major. Like um, a bit of backstory to her story is they were best friends before they were partners and they were together for a very long time as well before they ended things. Um, and they ended things for good reason too. It wasn't it wasn't because one person cheated. It was there was no foul play. It was just they fell out of love. She had mourned him as a partner but not as a best friend. And this is this is massive. And the reason why I'm saying this is a lot of people who go through breakups don't really realize why they're still feeling the emotions they feel for a person, which makes them feel confused, which makes things even harder. So maybe the reason that this podcast might help you is because it will help you realize as to why you can't let go of this person and then you can focus on working through that issue. Now, what she said is so true. Like you can, uh, being with someone, they're not just, you know, they're not just your boyfriend they're everything they become your world and you need to be able to mourn them as a best friend as well um so yeah she's mourned them as a partner she's mourned you know the sexual intimacy she's mourned you know the the good morning texts and the good night texts and the being around the family all the time but when you're with someone you know you share your deepest darkest secrets with them you you 
go on adventures with them and you really need to mourn the loss you can't be a stone wall you can't just block out all emotions and say you know what I'm strong I don't need no man I'm an independent woman like yeah sure say all those things but don't block out emotion mourn the loss feel sadness let your body feel it and then move on because if you don't let yourself feel then it's just going to continuously come up um, and you're never going to be able to move past it so yeah take it in steps mourn them and let go of them as your boyfriend but then or girlfriend but then also let go of them for everything else they were to you they could have been a teacher they could have been a therapist they could have been a best friend they could have been a coach they could they could have been a lot of things we in relationships we wear a lot of hats they could have been bad things too as well like i'm i'm bringing up the good things you know and I'm not going to go too much into the bad things but just let them go for everything they were recognize and then let go that's that's a really strong process of recognizing and then being able to let go recognize the good and let it go recognize the bad and let it go so yeah I just I think what we're, wow it's already been 28 minutes what we've been through in the past 28 minutes is a lot um, and it's a lot to process. So I like I'm I wouldn't expect any less from you guys to maybe listen to this podcast another time and maybe, you know, write down some things. And I'm still not done. I'm we've probably still got about ten minutes to go. So I'm gonna keep going. But if you need to pause at any stage and just, I don't know, cry, write something down, realize that you can do this, then then do it because I'm here for you. Um, and if some things I've said during this podcast makes you think or you want a bit more depth on it, feel free to message me. Um, I'll mention some of my contact portals at the at the end of this podcast. Now, something that a male in my life sent to me um, in regards to this podcast really stuck with me. And it's something that I've had to work through as well. And it's something that actually has a lot of um, psychological links as well. So he said... I can only love someone if they reject me first. I'm going to say that one more time. I can only love someone if they reject me first. Has that triggered you? Has that made you feel something? Just just hearing me say those words because fuck, when he sent me that message, it made me feel a whole lot. Now, as humans, we're often conditioned to crave the things that we never received. Um, this can go back to childhood if we felt like we constantly had to compete for love if we felt like we constantly had to try to prove ourselves in order to receive something then fuck in a relationship and when you're trying to get a relationship then that feels right for you <laughs> you're going to you know if someone's rejecting you you're going to be like oh well then I need to do more to get their love you know um now, something if you want to go deeper into this, the um, Tony Robbins uh, show on Netflix, uh, there's I don't know if it's still on there, but it's of his of his seminar in America where he really delves in, d- uh, dives into this. Um, and it's about this girl who who never she, who said the same thing, really. She she only can crave love from someone if they reject her first. And this went all the way back to her daddy issues. Um and the fact that she constantly had to to struggle and to push and to to really try to receive love from her father so every other place in life where she 
you know, where she was reje- rejected, she would keep trying um, in order to feel that love. And, and it's so prominent in relationships. I was the same with the guy that I really, um, it the guy that took me a long time to get over, it was because he kept rejecting me and because I kept trying, you know, I thought, you know what, if I just, if I just do this, if I just do that, if I just show him how much I care, then maybe, then maybe he'll want me. Time after time he rejected, 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 but I craved that. And I, I, it's almost like you get off on that and you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm going to try harder. And it's because we're conditioned to chase what we can't have. And we really need to move past this. Um, but yeah, if you want to learn a little bit more about that and hear a little bit more about that, definitely look into it. Google it. Um, there's some TED Talks around it, uh, especially around emotional um, childhood neglect that can often link to it, like um, being neglected emotionally as a child, that can really um, bring up relationship issues later on in life. Again, I'm only speaking from experience here and from what I have um, learnt from reading and listening to other life coaches. So if you want to look into it more, please do, because it will really, it will really open, open you up to some realisations. Um, now, to end this podcast... What I'm going to do is I'm going to do some blunt do's and don'ts <laughs> just just to wrap things up. And I don't know if you guys can hear my stomach, but I'm so hungry right now. I haven't had breakfast. I just, you know what? I woke up first thing this morning and I was like, I've got to get this podcast done. You guys messaged me so many points and I was just so inspired. So I was like, I've got to get this podcast done. I haven't eaten. Fucking starving. Anyways, so some really blunt do's and don'ts. Don't continue the contact. Fucking cut it off. Stop talking to them. I'm, and I'm talking to you, the people that are listening to this podcast right now and being like, oh yeah, I'm listening, Jamie, I'm listening, Jamie, but I'm just not going to listen to the point where, you know, I have to cut them out of my life. Cut them out of your life. As I said, doesn't have to be forever, just for now, just while you're healing. Don't continue the contact. All right, next one. Don't reminisce on the good times. <laughs> stop it. Yes, we know that you had good times, but stop reminiscing on them stop thinking back to them stop thinking oh my god remember that time that we went to the waterfall and it was like so cute stop (laughs) because you know remember the fight that you had after you went to the waterfall remember that shit every time you think you want to go back to them what I want you to do is I want you to write a list on your phone and I know it's really like pessimistic here and I'm so anti-pessimism but is that the word yeah it is um write a list on your phone of all the shitty things that happened so that every time you think oh my god like but his eyes in that light look so nice or you know her hair when it falls like that it's so nice I want them no read this list read for every reason that they made you hurt made you cry and don't go back um also don't think that you've wasted time on them I was really careful at the start of this podcast I used the word waste and I took it back straight away there is there is not a waste of time you know you haven't wasted your time you haven't wasted your years you have learnt you have been taught a lesson sometimes it might feel like you wasted time but just really change that word in your head change it to I've learnt or you know I've become a different person or you know I've been taught this you haven't wasted time babe it might feel like it but everything happens for a reason okay also don't lose your self-worth in trying to find yourself in others. As I said before, have a relationship with yourself. Um, instead of creating a Tinder account, instead of, you know, swiping, instead of going on TikTok and like, you know, finding your dream guy, find your ideal partner in yourself. 
okay? Don't fill the void. Please don't fill the void. I don't want to receive a message from any of you saying, oh my God, I slept with this guy last night to fill the void and now I feel like shit because no empathy, babe. <laughs> don't fill the void. All right. Um, now I'm going to go through some do's. Do remind yourself of why things couldn't work. I'm doubling up on one of my don'ts here because I just really want you to remember this. Remind yourself why it can't work between this person because that will help you move past. Do recognize the way that you treated them, okay? So recognize how much you cared for them, how much you loved them, how, you know, how much you wished them happiness and success and realize that all of that is what you deserve in someone else. Don't settle for any less. Don't settle for someone that treats you like shit. Settle for someone that treats you exactly how you would treat someone you love and how you wish to be treated. Okay? Do mourn the loss. My God, mourn that loss. Cry, grieve, feel, scream, cry into a pillow, watch Netflix, eat ice cream. I don't care. Spend a day or two or a week. Spend the time that you need to grieve. Spend the time that you need to cry and move on and feel the emotion. Don't let yourself wallow in it because sadness is not romantic. Depression is not romantic. Feeling like shit and feeling sorry for yourself is not romantic and we need to stop romanticizing the idea of sadness. But let yourself feel. My God, let yourself feel, okay? Because without feeling, you're not going to be able to move on and you're, going, like, you're constantly going to be triggered by things and it's just going to be shit. So mourn the loss, okay? Um... Do realize that even after things have ended that you may still want to share things with them. And this is a major thing, you know, like you've gone through this whole, you know, relationship with this person where, um, you know, you'll get a you'll get a great email, you get a job offer, you'll have a really good day and you'll want to call them and text them and tell them, you know, how great your day was. Invest that in other people or yourself. Create a journal and start writing these things because that will also open you up to manifestation and gratitude, something I've spoken about in a different podcast and I'm not going to get into it because this podcast is already bordering on like 45 minutes um or find someone else you know to invest that in speak to a friend and say hey look I really need your help here like this because I'm telling you right now your friends probably hate the guts of this person that is treating you like shit so they are going to do everything they can to help you move on message them say hey you know what I'm just going to use a fake name here I'm going to use the name Tim I used to tell Tim everything and I used to um you know whenever I had some good news I'd, I'd call Tim and tell Tim but I, I don't want to do that anymore because I need to move on. Can you be my person? Can you be the person that I, that I share my wins with? And I'm telling you, they'll say yes. And if they don't, fucking message me. I'll be the person. I will share the wins with you and I'll be so happy for you. Um, and my last do is have romantic experiences with yourself. Take yourself on dates. Do self-love practices. Meditate. Manifest. Show gratitude love yourself, invest in yourself, treat yourself the way that you want to be, oh my god, I feel, I feel like a motivational bloody spiel, but I'm serious, treat the self, treat the self, treat yourself the way that you wish to be treated by someone else, and then you will become a magnet for relationships of that sort, okay? Now, I know that I haven't covered nearly everything that I want to cover, but I feel like this podcast would go on for too long if I did, um, but I feel like we've touched on a lot of pain points here and I feel like a lot of the things I've said, well, they definitely triggered me as I was, you know, planning out this podcast. So I hope that they've triggered you and I hope that they've helped you realize that maybe the relationship you're in right now or the person that you're trying to move past 
is really not good for you and you need to take on some of these tips and you you really need to move on and I know that you can and I know that it's hard and I know that it's shit but you can move on and I believe in you and everyone else listening to this podcast believes in you and yeah (laughs) so I'm sending out a lot of love and a lot of support and I hope you can feel that through your ears or whatever you're listening to this through um now as I said before if you want to contact me please feel free to if you want to talk about things please feel free to my instagram is at jamie waters my name is spelt ridiculously but I'm sure you can look at a reference on my podcast if you want to email me that's fine my email is linked to my instagram but if you need help if you need someone to talk to please get in contact because I'm here for you I love you all and I can't wait for the next podcast bye guys